Sports Talk. Let's go. Good morning, everyone. How you guys doing? It's me, your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk, back in the house with a new edition of the NFL Sunday Wake Up Morning Show for 2023. Man, the NFL season is back. Actually, it started Thursday night with the Lions and the Chiefs, but I'm officially back. Man, I've been on a little bit of a, uh, what you call it, a sabbatical, I would say. Hopefully, you guys are hearing me loud and clear, but we're back, man. This is one of the best days of the year, the NFL is back and i'm excited to bring you guys just a little quick you know every morning or excuse me every sunday morning bringing you guys you know previews of each and every game throughout the weeks upcoming for the national football league season so without further ado man before we get into today's show i want to talk about the lions chiefs game um were the lions really that impressive or did the chiefs blow it also want to talk about my week one previews for each and every game today tomorrow uh, we're going to break that down. And finally, my clutch picks of the week. I actually finished over 500 last year, so I'm a little bit proud of myself um, for, for the picks last year. And, 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 and listen, I'm coming out the gates hard this time. All right, listen, I'm not I'm not holding back. I'll give you guys my thoughts on my clutch picks. So without further ado, man, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. This is Clutch Sports Talk NFL Sunday. Wake up with me, Ryan Flowers. Let's go. <laughs> Good morning, good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday morning. You know what today is, because if you see my beautiful face on the screen, that means it's NFL Sunday. Wake up with me, your host, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports, also a.k.a. Coach Clutch. You guys have seen that a little bit on my social media posts. Um, But nevertheless, man, it's an exciting day for all football fans because the NFL is back in full swing today. And we get to talk about it, man. So there's going to be lots to talk about as we go on throughout the rest of the year. Hope you guys are doing all right, especially my West Coast people, because it's 8 a.m. in the morning here. Um, But before we get started, make sure if you haven't checked out the Grid Network, we have a a plethora of talented content creators that you guys want to check out. Make sure you guys head over there. Also, hit me up on my social media platforms also as well, as you can see listed below. You won't be disappointed. I promise you on that. So uh, we got some early morning comments here already. We got, uh, let's see, Patrick Brown. What's up, my guy? He says, welcome back, Ryan. We got Dev from the My Thoughts, My Own, my excuse me, My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. He says, welcome me back. Yeah, I, it's, it's been a couple weeks. I, I took like about a month off, I would say. Um, just been busy, honestly. I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. But now that the NFL is back, it's got my attention. For real, for real. I'm not talking, I'm not done speculating on what's going to happen, who's doing what. It's here now. It's real. It's legit. So let's just, as the kids would do now, just let's lock in, put the seatbelt on, and get ready for a wonderful 2023 NFL season. And it starts this morning with me here on NFL Sunday. Wake up. All right. Now we got that out the way. So we all know on Thursday night, the reigning champs took the field against a upstart upcoming team that a lot of people including myself have high hopes for the Detroit Lions uh the Detroit Lions came into Arrowhead and defeated the reigning champs 21 to 20 in a game that you know when I was watching it it it, it kind of it, it showed me a little bit about both teams obviously the Lions I'm not gonna say they're for real I mean, yeah, they're they're real. They're real. But we'll have to wait and see. But this was a very key win for this franchise. Probably the biggest win in this franchise history in, I don't know, 20-something years. To go on the road against Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, in Arrowhead, you know, the raising the banner, 
Um, you know, the road team does not do well in these particular matchups, and they go out and they and they they steal one. They steal one. Now they ran the ball effectively. That defense looked really good. Um, you know, Dan Dan Campbell, I call him Dan Lyon. Dan Campbell looked. I mean, he, the balls on this guy. Some of the calls that they were making down the stretch to try to preserve that game. I'll give him credit. He had his team fired up and ready to go. Now I was on a uh, one of my uh, podcast brothers' show the other day, uh, carving up podcast for his NFL preview, and we talked a lot about the Detroit Lions. Um, and he loves them, and I love them too. I think they're a very they're a feel good story. Obviously, Detroit. If, if you don't know, the Detroit Lions have not had a lot of success as an organization in, in their existence. I think the last time they won a world championship, it was like in the 40s, if I'm not mistaken. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but it's a long time ago. 1940s, 1940s or 1950s, one of the two. OK, so. When I'm saying that that was a big win for that franchise, it really was one of the biggest wins in their franchise history. It, it simply simply put as that um, again. Defense looked good. They got the pick six. Offense was okay. I mean, look, give the Chiefs defense some credit. They took one of the most high-powered offense and just limited them. I mean, they got the late scores towards the end, but that game was very in. It was very in the balance most of that game. All right. So let's let's kind of switch sides to the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of people are going to be hitting the panic button, and you know, there's a five-alarm fire going off in Kansas City, uh, as Aaron Rodgers would say relax okay listen you're missing kelsey who was argue not arguably he is their best weapon there um now there was a clear <laughs> there was a clear indicator that they could have used a pretty good wide receiver that was happened to be on the market a couple weeks ago a month ago which was d hop they felt like well you know we're good it is what it is the rest of the kansas chiefs uh wide receiving core did not do anything. I mean, Kadarius Tony, who was coming off a phenomenal Super Bowl appearance, looked garbage. One reception for one yard, and then he, I believe, he was the one that had the the ball hit his hands and turned into a pick six. So it is what it is, and they just really couldn't get it going, you know. But I will say this though: a lot of people are questioning the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs and even Andy Reid's um, ability to, you know, call a good game down the stretch. And now. There, there were there was two occasions I felt like they kind of got cute where they probably should have just played regular football. I believe it was in the fourth quarter. It was like uh was it third and two or fourth and two? I forgot what this what the down and distance was, but it was short yardage. And then they tried to get cute with like this weird end around to the tight end, our jet street, a jet uh a jet sweep. I don't know. Just run the football. You need one yard, one or two yards. You got to go and get that. <clears throat> and this is what sometimes Andy Reid will do gets a little bit too cute instead of just playing hard-nosed football and just get the yard. I mean, listen, you guys can get the one yard. They did it. They go ahead and they, they lose yards, end up putting the ball away to the Lions, and the rest is history. Then the other situation, <clears throat> fourth and 25, backed up, I believe, on your own 40-yard line, if I'm not mistaken. You go for it. And then in the press conference, he has the nerve to say, well, it was just we just had to go for it. I mean, listen, if it's fourth and 10, maybe, okay? Fourth and 25, I really don't believe. And so they end up losing the ball. I mean, look, the game was over at that point anyway. But here's my thinking. I believe at that time they had about three. They had three timeouts, and they were just above the two-minute warning. You punt the ball off. You let your defense try to do something to get the ball back at all costs. 
you do get the ball back. Yeah, you you probably out of timeouts, maybe right. But depending, you know, if your team goes three and out, you maybe have one timeout in your pocket. You still have Patrick Mahomes, and all at this point, you need is a field goal. Why not punt the ball off instead of going for it on fourth and twenty-five? I don't know about you. I don't think there's any coordinator in the National Football League that says, you know what, let's dial up this play that we've been saving for a fourth and twenty-five situation. It's just, <laughs> it just really doesn't happen that way. So I disagree with some of the play calling down the stretch and, you know, I get it, you know, but again, they, they, <clears throat> the chiefs are sometimes a product of their own invincibility. Okay. When you have Patrick Mahomes and you believe in the play calling like a Andy Reed, you feel like you can do anything. You can go anywhere. Right. Remember when you were a little kid and, you know, <laughs> you, you just feel like you can't get hurt, you know? I just I just don't I just don't think strategically it was a great play. Fourth and 25, you're not gonna get that. You literally are not gonna get that. Your wide receivers have been shoddy all game. You don't have Kelsey. Punt the ball, let your defense try to get a good stop, which for the most part, they have been playing pretty good up until that point. You got the three timeouts, you got the two-minute warning, you want to stretch the game out. But in that case, when you don't go for it and you miss it, you essentially give up the game. Because let's just say, okay. And, you know, the line, the, the, the Chiefs almost got the stop, right? They almost stopped them, right? It, it took a last lunging effort for their running back to get the first down on that final drive for the Lions when you simply could have just punted the ball off and you could have done the same thing and maybe got better field position. See, a lot of people don't understand. Like, the game is won in these little or lost in these little nuances. It really is, right? So some people agree with it, and, and, and you know, and it is what it is, but in my opinion – you got to you got to you got to take the smart money and just punt the football. The percentages will tell you that you were better off punting in that situation given the circumstances of what you've been dealing with on offense. Look, and listen, they struggled all night a little bit offensively, right? But you still got Patrick Mahomes. Your defense again it was playing all right. Why not give it a shot? I don't know. We'll see. All right, got some comments real quick before we move on to the week 1 preview. Detroit Lions and Colorado Buffaloes are similar biggest stories in sports history and neither are getting love from the media. Um yeah, I, you know, you, Colorado, you know, pretty good win yesterday against a, a really depleted offensively Nebraska team. Um, they struggled a little bit in the beginning, but then they they, they basically won the war of attrition. I don't know. And I know this is an NFL show, but, you know, I want to give my two cents on Colorado. Um, I, they're, they're talented. They're talented. I will say that, but we'll have to wait and see because the Pac-12 is looking like it's going to be a pretty strong conference in their last hurrah. So we'll have to wait and see on that. And in Detroit, I mean, listen. They're not going to get a lot of fanfare or media play just because it's Detroit. Like, unfortunately, and I'm not no disrespect to anybody from the Detroit area or Michigan area. That's just what it is. Like, it's not glitzy. It's not glamorous. They're going to have to go on a roll and they could, they could, their next, what, three or four games are pretty, are pretty favorable. I think there's one game in there that they may, they may be underdogs in again, but other than that, they could start the season at least four and oh, or three and one. And, and that, and that'll be enough for, the ESPNs of the world to start, you know, deriding uh, the Detroit Lions uh, and getting everyone buzzed around them. Um, my, my guy carving up podcast with Bryson Carver says he's fine with them going for fourth and twenty five. They couldn't stop Detroit's running game all fourth quarter. Might as well try if you have the best quarterback on earth. By the way, it should have been caught. Yeah, it should have been caught. I mean, yeah, they were close to getting it. They were close, but I don't know, man. I felt like you just got to punt that ball away and just play defense. And again. They couldn't stop them, but they came very close to stopping them a couple of times, and they just didn't. All even podcast, Barry Grant Jr. taps in. He says, hey, hey, let's go, Mr. Flowers. Yes, sir. I'm back, guys. So, yeah, 
But, I mean, listen, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. They're, they're, Kelsey's going to come back at some point. Andy Reid is going to look back at that film and say, shoot, what was I doing there? Just, I mean, sometimes you, you, when you're, when you're, when you've won, you know, two Super Bowls, you, you get all the credit, you know, yada, yada, yada. You start to outthink yourself. You start to think you're bigger than the room itself. You think you're smarter than the game. And the game will easily smack you in the face and say, no, you should do this instead of that. Okay. Now, if they get the fourth and 25, we're, we're, we're talking about the Chiefs. Oh, my God. They got the, you know, they're just the greatest of all time. But realistically, punt the football. That's what most, most conservative coaches probably would have done. But I get it. So we'll have to move. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm not worried about the Chiefs. They'll be fine. That defense was not that bad. Um, I, a lot of people were questioning, well, he didn't want to go for it because the defense was terrible. Listen, the, the Lions are one of the most potent offenses in the National Football League, at least last year, at least top five, top six. And you only gave up 21 points. Matter of fact, you only, no, minus six, because one of those was a defensive touchdown. I think I would have punted. Just saying, just speaking from experience. I don't know. All right, let's get into our previews uh, for week one, man. We got lots to talk about here, man. It, it, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that football's back. I'm just glad. All right, starting off uh, with the early morning games here, we got the Carolina Panthers on the road uh, heading into Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Dome there, uh, taking on the Falcons. Bryce Young looking to be uh, one of the, I think, only starting quarterbacks that was taken number one to win his his uh, opening game. Uh, I think that's a fun stat that I saw earlier this week. Um, but, you know, the money, the line on that is that they are uh, plus three and a half. So they're the underdogs, um, Atlanta minus three and a half. So it, it's, it, these teams play each other close, but if, if I was betting this game and I'm not, I'm going to talk about the ones that I'm betting on later on in my clutch picks of the week. If I was to bet this game and, and I, and I, and I kind of, I danced around it. I thought about it, but then I said, you know what? I'm going to take the Falcons at home. They play better at home. You got a young quarterback in Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young is going to be without some potential weapons. You got DJ Chalk, who's going to be questionable, and as well as Adam, and, and as well as uh, Thielen as well. So, not quite sure. I'm going. To, I would take the Falcons in this one. Um, probably at the money line. I probably wouldn't take the, the 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 actual spread itself at minus three and a half. I'd probably just take the Falcons straight up money line. But I would probably parlay this one um, if I was going to do this with another game. So, all right. But moving on, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Baltimore Ravens, um, which it, it might be a good one. I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be exciting. Now, Houston is going on the road. They also have a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Uh, Lamar Jackson is back, looks fully healthy. OBJ back, fully healthy. New offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll see how that works. Um, with their with with, with Lamar Jackson's skill set, you know this new coordinator, more of a let's keep the quarterback in the pocket, let him throw. We'll have to wait and see. I think though, D'Amico Ryan's will have their defense ready to roll. One thing I will say about football, in the early on stages, the defense typically usually has the advantage because the defense. Not to say that defense is basic, but it's a little bit easier for the defenses to get on track versus the offenses because of chemistry. You know, preseason isn't what it used to be. You know, a lot of these starters don't even play on offense anymore. So sometimes some teams need about a quarter, a half. Sometimes some of them even need a game to get back on track. Where in, in, the, in the other regard, defenses are usually just flowing to the football. You understand your assignments. You understand your scheme. You just need to execute that. But 
you know, Houston's coming into Baltimore uh, at eight. Uh, was it M&T Bank Stadium at but plus nine and a half? Baltimore is the favorite in this particular game. Now that's a that's a pretty big spread. I think somehow, some way, Houston Houston keeps it a little bit close and Baltimore pulls away. But I could be wrong. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe the the Ravens' offense might be really explosive. But obviously, Baltimore is the favorite in this game. I mean, n- nonetheless, um, that's who I would roll with would be Baltimore. Uh, oh, I take that back. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read something wrong. All right, moving on. We got the Cincinnati Bengals on the road taking on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Joe Burrow is back coming off of that uh, little calf injury he had a couple weeks ago. Um, th- this is a big game really for the Browns and in particularly Deshaun Watson. Now, the Bengals are the road favorites. Um, they're minus two on the road. Um, but Deshaun Watson really needs to play well because he's getting paid a lot of money. Uh, and people still see him as Deshaun Watson was when he was with the Texans. And unfortunately for Cleveland Brown fans, excuse me, Cleveland Brown fans, I don't think he is anymore. And I think he's literally just getting money from you guys and he's not going to do anything. And Cleveland will be in the market for another quarterback. If I'm them, maybe start tanking for Caleb Williams uh, and then find some suitor to get uh, to take on Deshaun Watson if he does have him. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really speaking into the future, obviously. Um, but Joe Burrow, Cincinnati's back now. They're missing some two key contributors on their defense. Both their safeties had left in free agency. But again, you still have Joe Burrow. You still have your potent offense. I think they'll be okay. Now, this is a close line at minus two. Um, but I think because of the division, these teams will play close. But I think in the end, Cincinnati will get the win and move on to 1-0. and And Cleveland uh, will start the season 0-1. Alright. This should be a fun one. Um, two young quarterbacks. One really hitting the precipice of being one of those elite guys. I know my guy Bryson Carville loves Trevor Lawrence. And then you have a quarterback, a rookie quarterback with a lot of question marks, but a lot of people potentially like his upside in Anthony Richardson. Now, Jacksonville Jaguars are on the road. Um, They're minus four and a half favorites against the Indianapolis Colts. I think to me, this should be a no-brainer. Honestly, I think the, the Jags will run away in this game. Anthony Richardson will make a couple plays. But in the end, I don't think it'll be enough for them. And I think Jacksonville Jaguars and Doug Peterson, um, they'll just be too much uh, for the uh, home opener for the Indianapolis Colts and their um, young quarterback and new head coach and Shane Steichen. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Because here's the thing. Anthony Richardson really is hampered by not having a run game. Now, they're going to have a running back by committee situation. Um, but Jonathan Taylor won't be eligible to play in a, in a few weeks, actually, if he decides to even stay and play with the Colts. And I really, when I when that news broke, it was kind of like, shoot, because I really had high hopes for Anthony Richardson, barring if they were able to run the football. And with any young quarterback, you need to be able to run the football. You think about any young quarterback that's had success early on, their teams have ran the football really well. And um, in this particular case, We'll have to wait and see. I don't. I don't know if they'll be able to. John Johnson Taylor is a really, really good back, uh, and not having him, uh, you'll definitely see the impact. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, Anthony, Anthony Richardson can limit his mistakes, um, and, and maybe prove some of the doubters wrong. You know what I mean? I'm not a doubter. I kind of like what he can do, um, but we'll just have to wait and see as we move along. All right, Tampa Bay taking on uh, Minnesota Vikings, and but uh, uh, Big Kirko, <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, listen, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they might be a fire, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, what you call it, a firestorm this season. I mean, plus five and a half on the road. Minnesota is the favorite. 
Baker Mayfield is the starter quarterback, but I think he'll be on a short list, a short, short, excuse me, short leash. Uh, Minnesota, arguably one of the best teams in the NFC North division that they might compete this season, this year. Um, to me, I got to take Minnesota. They're at home. You know, they got the better roster overall. Uh, I like Minnesota to, to, to take this one easily over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Tennessee Titans and New Orleans Saints. This one, this is one of my upset alert type picks right here. <clears throat> now, Tennessee's not my clutch picks of the week, but I will say I can see in in a, in a universe that Tennessee goes into New Orleans and win this game. Tennessee Titans are like, they're just a resilient team. I get it. Ryan Tannehill is, you know, passes. He's over the hill, um, but they still got Derrick Henry, okay? Um, they have Mike Vrabel, all right? And they have DeAndre Hopkins now. So when you look at this, the lineup, New Orleans Saints, I like. I mean, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Um, I, I give them the advantage there. But head coach, Dennis Allen over Mike Vrabel, hell no. All right. So I can see in a universe, Tennessee going into New Orleans. Now, a lot of people are high on New Orleans. They're very high on them. Me, I'm kind of like, eh, let, 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 let's temper those expectations just a little bit. I actually would take the Tennessee Titans in this one. I mean, the line is very close. It's only two and a half. Meaning it can go either way. It can go either way on this particular one. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see um, with that one. But I, I, me personally, I would go on a limb and take Tennessee in this one. I don't know. Let me guys know. Let me let, let me know what you guys think. Um, but I, I like Tennessee in this matchup just early on uh, in this game. All right. San Francisco versus the Steelers. This is a very good matchup for week one. You know, you got the, the 49ers that are, you know, if not one of the best teams in the NFC, best teams in the National Football League. Uh, Nick Bosa finally signed his contract to get back on to to to, to play this year. Uh, and then you got the Steelers with a uh, young quarterback in Kenny Pickett, a young offensive core with uh, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. Hopefully he can start running the ball again like he did in his rookie year. Um, this is an intriguing game, and I'll, I'll talk to you about this one later on, but this is one of my clutch picks of the week games here, and we'll talk about that. So I won't reveal a winner in this one. All right, Arizona Cardinals version, Washington Commanders. Not much to be said on this one. Uh, Commander fans, you guys will get a win. If the, I'm telling you right now, Commander fans, if you guys don't win this game today, I don't want to hear nothing from you. I don't want to hear anything, okay? You're literally playing against Josh Dobbs, right? Arizona Cardinals really have no offensive firepower, literally none. You have nothing on offense. Their defense might give you a little something, maybe, right? But they just recently traded with Isaiah Simmons away to the Giants. Commanders, you better win this game. Uh, they're, 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 they're basically a minus seven at home, new ownership. Magic Johnson will probably be in the building. It should be electric there at FedEx Field. You better win this game. You better win this game or don't even come back home, <laughs> right? All right. Next one, Chicago Bears taking on the Green Bay Packers. Another clutch pick of the week game. So I won't talk much, a little bit about it, but I'll give you a little preview. Justin Fields, um, home home start. Now, this is a almost a pick'em game, depending on what websites you look at. Uh, the one I'm looking at right now, it's minus one Chicago. So it's really, really close. Really, really close, which I, I can see that because as much as the Chicago Bears improved themselves this year in this offseason, which they did, they added DJ Moore, you know, added an offensive lineman. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I like what they did. 
offensively. Defensively, we'll see how they do again. But can Justin Fields be that quarterback that they need and not just be running around all the time, right? He's got to be able to sit back there and throw the football. We'll have to wait and see. And now Jordan Love <clears throat> gets his first opening day start. Now Christian Watson is out, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So that that's a big loss for them. Um, but, you know, it, I think overall the Packers can win this game because they can still run the football, right? Their offensive line is still one of the best offensive lines in the game, and their defense is really good too still. So that's what's going to keep this game close to them, and we'll talk about this one later on in my Clutch Picks of the Week. <clears throat> All right, Raiders at Broncos, another Clutch Pick of the Week game, which I won't go into too much detail, but, you know, the Raiders going on the road to Denver, a Denver team that's they're 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 off their their wide receiving core is depleted tim patrick out Cortland sutton out jerry judy out who's russell wilson going to cook with i don't know one thing that they do that, that the broncos do have going for them they can possibly run the football they added guys like uh i think what's the guy's name ben powers from the baltimore ravens he was a guard mike McGlinchey from the san francisco 49ers these are all run blocking type offensive linemen maybe that 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 holds off the raiders because here's the thing with the raiders <clears throat> Their offense, I think, is going to move the ball. However, though, their defense is just—it's trash. <laughs> and that's—and I'm saying I'm being nice about their defense. They're, I don't even have an adjective for the Raiders' defense on how terrible they are. Um, that's why this game is going to still be close. I think uh, Denver is favorite at minus three, um, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. This is a divisional game, so you know, you know, you know how those things go. Um, but we'll talk about this one later on, and I'll give you guys my prediction on that. Another clutch pick of the week game is the Dolphins versus the Chargers. <clears throat> this is a very exciting one, too. You have really two good offenses matching up. Um, you know, Tua versus Herbert. Herbert got the big contract. Let's see how he does. Tua coming back. Um, now, the Dolphins are still road dogs at plus three. Um, but, you know, you can never count on Brandon Staley to not mess shit up. And I think he'll at some point he will mess something up in this game. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Will it affect the outcome uh, for the Chargers? But th this should be this is an exciting game, especially for the afternoon slot uh, <clears throat> for those out in the, in the LA area. Um, they, they're they're going to be ready to go. All right, Eagles and Patriots. Eagles are definitely the favorite, but it's close. It's minus three and a half. Uh, Mac Jones is the starting quarterback today for the Patriots for now until they can figure out who they're going to replace him with. Uh, Jalen Hurts coming off a phenomenal Super Bowl performance, even though in a loss. Uh, but they did lose a lot of talent on defense, and you lost both your coordinators. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have talking about that. Eagle fans, they don't seem concerned about that whatsoever. Um, so, but we'll have to wait and see. If 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 that if that's a big issue, will it be a detriment to the team? Uh, but I, I got to take the Eagles, you know. Will they succumb to the Super Bowl hangover that most teams succumb to after losing the Super Bowl? As a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping that that does happen. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but you know, they got a pretty good one in the beginning. Now, the, the, the New England defense will be good. I think that's why this line is a little closer. And let's be real. You know, if you follow sports betting lines in the National Football League, it's 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 rare when you start seeing nine and ten points. I mean, I mean, so far today, the biggest line was the Houston Texans versus the Ravens. That's that's usually the highest will go. Every now and then you'll get like a 12, you know, but you, it's rare that you see teams plus seven, minus seven, right? Because the NFL is very competitive. Regardless of how what you feel about the defense or, or, excuse me, teams and how bad you think they are, it's still National Football League. These guys are competing for their jobs. They're competing for their for their livelihood. So we'll wait and see. 
All right, we got some comments here. We got Xavier Malara. He says he's got the Niners 38 over the Steelers uh, scoring 14. And Bryson, he says uh, the real matchup is Vic Vangio versus Kellen Moore. I'm rolling with Vic. Uh, yeah, as a Cowboys fan, I like that a lot. We got the Can fanboys uh, north of the border here. They say we made it, buddy. First, uh, first uh, NFL Sunday is back. Uh, for you Cowboy fans out there, or just any NFL enthusiasts, make sure you guys check out their uh, their live stream. They they basically live stream the Cowboys games with their reactions uh, throughout the game. So make sure you check that out. It's very, very therapeutic for me as a Cowboys fan because sometimes I'm very cynical. And so I'll say, oh, the game's over. And they're like, no, nah, man, we, we got it. We got it. So they're, they're, they're really good. Make sure you guys check them out uh, Sunday night against, uh, for the Cowboys. All right. All right. Let's uh, get to the last matchups of the week here for week one. You got the L.A. Rams on the road going to Seattle. To me, this is an easy one. I like Seattle. Um, just L.A., you know, they went all in for that Super Bowl. They got it, and now they're they're kind of dealing with the repercussions of it. Cooper Cup not playing. His hamstring is still bothering him. Who knows? He might be available next week as well. Those hamstrings are very tentative. Uh, so we'll see Seattle come up a, a phenomenal season with Geno Smith with the comeback player of the year. Um, they've added some pieces there to their offense and their defense as well. Uh, Pete Carroll looking good. He might be able to play some 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 quarterback there for the Seattle Seahawks if Geno Smith does go down. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but they're our favorite at home at minus five. I think that probably can be a little bit more. But I like the Seattle Seahawks to win this game easily, easily. Okay, easily. All right. My Cowboys on the road Sunday night football against the New York football Giants. It's a close one. The Cowboys are the road favorites at minus three and a half. I expect them to cover this game. So you could take the line. Um, the Giants, listen, Daniel Jones had a really good year last year with Brian Dayball. I think they come down a little bit this year. Not to say that the Giants aren't good, but let's just be real. Dak Prescott has owned the NFC East. Uh, in particularly the Giants as well. Um, so I like the Cowboys coming on the road and, and getting the job done. I think the defense is going to be all over the New York Giants' offense. Um, and as long as Dak doesn't turn the ball over and he can just hit guys that are open, we'll see what the new play style calling is, like with Mike McCarthy is. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. So, But I still like the Cowboys. And I'm not being a homer. Um, I'm, I'm just telling you my thoughts and opinions on it now. So we'll wait and see. But the Giants, I mean, look, I don't think the Giants are completely trash. They they, they do have a pretty um, potent defensive uh, line led by Leonard Williams and their uh, rookie rookie last year out of Oregon, Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, so, they, But our offensive line is like a little bit in shambles, I would say. Tyler Smith is questionable. Um, and, you know, Tyron Smith, the other Smith, he can go down at any point. So that's the shaky part for the Cowboys. If that offensive line starts to falter a little bit, then the Cowboys are in trouble. Okay. All right. But I'll still take the Cowboys to win this one over uh, the Giants tonight in the Sunday night football matchup. All right. <clears throat> Monday night football to cap off week one. This is going to be a very exciting game. I can't wait to come back home and watch this one. You got the Buffalo Bills on the road, taking on the New York football Jets. Aaron Rodgers debut as the uh, starting quarterback for the Jets. This is a close one. Buffalo is minus two and a half on the road. They are the favorites. As Lee Corso would say, not so fast. I like the Jets in this game to pull it off. It's gonna that 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 stadium is gonna be just on a high with Aaron Rodgers. I like the Jets' offense. Their defense is gonna keep them in these games. The only the only thing I, I'm a little concerned about, 
And I, well, is their offensive line, which a lot of people are concerned about. However, though, Buffalo, I don't think Von Miller is playing. So because of that, I still like the Jets, even with their banged up or uh, less desirable offensive line to get the win at home and begin the Aaron Rodgers era with a 1-0 and record to start the year. <clears throat> All right. Finally, um, one second. My clutch picks of the week. Uh, in honor of our new grid teammate, or a grid network teammate, Darian Hopkins, who's going to be running a Raiders, like a fan, uh, like a fan show. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders straight up to win this game against the Denver Broncos. Um, like I said before, the Raiders can score for sure, but their defense is terrible. But I think they'll just be able to outlast uh, Denver overall, even though they are on the road and it's tough playing in 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 the Mile High City. It's tough. It's tough. But the Raiders have had some recent success uh, playing on the road there um, in Mile High. So I'll give them the edge. And just to honor our new teammate to the Grid Network, make sure you check out his show, which should be airing in the next couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so check him out. So I'm going to go with the Raiders uh, in honor of him. All right. Then we got the uh, Green Bay Packers. I'm going to take the Packers, man. I'm going to have I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Packers. I don't care. People, a lot of people are hating on Jordan Love. I get it. Christian Watson's not playing, but I, I still think the Packers are still going to be formidable in this division. Um, now, I know I went out on a limb with them last year thinking that they were going to win the division. Now, they didn't start off very well. They kind of they, they caught a hot streak after they beat the Cowboys and went on a little run. They have some talent there. I, I, I think people are going to just sleep on them. Jordan Love does not have to be Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, even when Aaron Rodgers was there, they weren't winning. Okay, all he has to do is be efficient, hand the football off, let Dylan and Jones run the football behind that superior offensive line. Don't turn the ball over and let your defense do what they do best. All right. Play well. So I like the Packers to win on the road um, against the Chicago Bears. You can book that. Uh, Miami Dolphins. I like them. I I like them to win. Tua was looking really good up and up until, unfortunately, you know, those medical issues with the concussion and all that. Uh, I really like the Miami Dolphins on both sides of the football, defensively, offensively. I think they're, they'll be better coached than the L.A. Chargers. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I don't think the Chargers are going to have a, a phenomenal year like most people think. You know, Justin Herbert getting that money. You still got Austin Eckler, who's still griping about his, his contract issue. Um, not to say that Herbert isn't talented. I just don't think they got the right head coach in the building period um and and they held on to him probably one year too long i would say um so we'll have to wait and see and then finally you know what i got the steelers man uh listen i am a big proponent of the steelers i think they're going to make some noise this year in a tough division unfortunately uh, but i think kenny pickett is going to have a breakout game today at home <clears throat> you know I I really I really I'm feeling really good about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know that their defense is going to be good as long as T.J. Watt is on the field. They're going to be good. Um, Kenny Pickett put on some weight, looking a little bit stronger. George Pickens is going to have a, a breakout second year as a, uh, as a wide receiver. I really like this team, and I think the Niners with Brock Purdy. I think now, you know, the 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 the, the glass slipper is is coming up there, right? With the uh, with with Rock Purdy, I think you know he was good last year. I get it, um, you know, but they got tape on him now. Okay, they got tape on him. So, well, I think that I think the Steelers' defense will be able to get after it, and I think they'll be all right. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be close, but I like the Steelers to to, to pull it off uh, and get the dub. 
All right, so those are my clutch picks of the week. I got the Raiders, Packers, Dolphins, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm listening. I'm go- I told you I'm coming out guns blazes. I'm not just picking these easy ones, man. I'm picking road dogs. All I'm are just dogs in period. Like all these teams are underdogs in each of their games. So that's what I'm going for. I'm not gonna go and pick some easy games. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it all hang out there. I'm putting I'm coming up to the table and I'm saying, hey, I'm standing by now. If I lose, I lose. I'll be out here next week saying, you know what? Huh? Probably shouldn't have done that, but it is what it is. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now with those. So make sure you go ahead. If you're going to bet, you know, give me a chance. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> if not, uh, we'll see next week. All right. We got some comments here before I get up out of here, man. We got the uh, sports PSP. He says Derek Carr should have a solid year. Yeah, maybe we'll see. John Rivera says got the Bears winning. Sorry, John. I, I, I disagree. I, I, I'm not a believer in Justin Fields like that. I'm really not. I'm really not. And I think Green Bay is just, just a better team overall. Uh, he got, he's got he got the Chargers winning the division. Really? Really? Uh, I'm not I'm not ready yet to, to knock off Patrick Mahomes yet. It's just one game. It's a long season. That's one thing about the NFL season, man. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. Some teams start off bad. They find a way. But I, I still believe as long as you got the quarterback there, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll, but, you know, and I just don't believe in the Chargers. The Chargers – do what the Chargers do every year, and, uh, you know, they flop. And then Bryson Carver says, smart pick with the Steelers, great defense and vastly improved offense, and Mike Tomlin is 13-8 and eight as a home underdog. Oh, good stat to know. And then we say, Washington Commanders Nation, big simple. Yeah, hey, man, I don't know if you saw, I, I, told, I told you all Commander fans, you guys better win today. This is a, that, that I mean, if there was ever a softball type of a game, it's this one. If you cannot beat the Arizona Cardinals, with their terrible jerseys and Josh Dobbs at quarterback, and they're traveling to the Eastern Standard Time or Time Zone. Come on, then then don't even bother showing up next week. But I, I have all the faith in the Commanders today. They should win that game. And if that game is even conceivably close, that's almost a loss in my opinion too. Because the Cardinals should be the worst team in the National Football League, hands down, <laughs> hands down, man. So I don't know. But listen, man. Hey. The NFL is back, man. I mean, listen, I, I, the offseason is tough for shows like me because for me, I like to talk about the games more so all the speculation. And I, I get it. That's part of the whole thing that we have for social media. Um, but this is what I do this for. It's for these moments right here. It's for this time of year. We can talk about the games. We can talk about player performance, coaching performance. We can talk about some of the analytics. This is what it's all about. And we're just hours away from it, man. We're just hours away from it. And I'm, I, you can't tell, I'm super geeked, man. I'm not doing anything. Don't nobody call me. I'm going to be right here on my couch. I got my laptop. I got my tablet. I got to be watching games on my phone. I have two TVs in my office here. So I'm maxed out NFL. So if you need me, um, I don't know. You might have to just come and knock on my door <laughs> if you live in my area. But if not, man, don't bother me. Cause I'm gonna be watching NFL. I'm gonna be pigging out. I'm gonna be drinking a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Um, but man, I'm excited, man. This is like Christmas for adults, especially for adult men that love the National Football League or just in football in general. I mean, just if you think about it, man, like those these whole weekends now are just loaded with college football, NFL. Mondays we got NFL. Thursday we got NFL, and then you got college sprinkled in, man. So it's just a great time to be a football fan. Just, just period, just period, man. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about this opportunity. 
and um we'll we'll we'll, we'll get things going here that's it man that's all i got man so make sure you guys subscribe share the content head over to the grid network you guys see right there on the bottom there grid network on youtube we're building it bigger and better as we roll along um but hey enjoy your sunday have a mimosa for west coast people man if you want to get your little buzz going um i'm gonna have a good time today so i appreciate you guys for watching be out on the next be on the lookout for the next episode next week sunday right here 8 a.m pacific standard time that's it that's all i got man this is clutch sports talk nfl sunday wake up with me your boy ryan flowers never settle so the work is done it feels good to be back peace out guys i'm out